the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're here till noon, and we're talking about car and car repair. And I promised Keith I'd get to him at 11.04, and I'm going to keep my word to him. Jeremy, pull up Keith. Keith, thanks for holding. How can I help you, buddy? Hi, Mark. I have an SUV that spent two years in road salt, and it also has a lot of off-road use. And every time I crawl under there to do anything. I get rained on by tons of grit and rust flakes and dirt and gravel and whatever else is up under there. I was wondering if a home-type pressure washer would be good for cleaning that out or if that's too much pressure for the hoses and wiring or what would you recommend for cleaning the under chassis? No, you're you're exactly right. I'd go buy myself a nice little gasoline-powered pressure washer. I'd hook up a big old three-quarter-inch hose to it. I'd raise up, you know, one side of it using some jack stands and stuff, and I'd put on some swimsuit, and I'd wait till it's about 90 degrees outside, and I'd crawl underneath that son of a gun and pressure wash the heck out of I would do a section at a time, and then when you're done, I want you to get some 3M undercoating. 3M cans of 3M undercoating. And you're going to spray the frame and the wheel wells with the 3M undercoating. Nothing else. You're not going to spray everything. You're just going to do the frame rails and then in the um, in the underside of the fenders where the tires are at. Okay. That, that makes sense? That sure does. Yeah, and that's, you know, something else. There There are a couple of guys that will put your car up on the rack and pressure wash the underside. You have to call around to find those guys. The last guy that I knew was Inman and Sons on on uh, 7th Street in Maryland. They had a rack out back, and they put a guy in a moon suit, and he'd get underneath your vehicle and pressure wash the underside. Um, then, if you're going to have it on a rack, then you take the tires off. And what I do is, is I, I wash the undersides real well. I leave it on the hoist overnight. The next morning I come in, I have this, these three cans or four cans of undercoating. I got the tires off of it. I throw a, a fender cover over the brakes and stuff, and then I wet the floor because if the, the, the rubberized tar doesn't stick to the wheel wells, it'll fall to the floor, and I want it to fall and cure on water, not the floor. Ah, good point. So then I spray the inside, and I just like you're painting it, and you'll really like this 3M undercoating. It's a little bit more expensive than the other stuff, but it's all I use because I've used the other stuff, and I know this stuff works better. All righty? All righty, thanks. Thank you very much. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. All the transmission overhauls are not the same. It's important to know what's included in the price. Is the shop reputable? Will they do what they say? Are they telling you the truth when it comes to what the actual repair is? Will they use the correct parts? If you have a problem, are they going to take care of it or are they going to hassle you? 
we all know how it feels to be taken for a ride or sold something we don't need, but you don't have to worry about that. If you want honest answers about a transmission problem, give Steve or Bob a call at Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is located on McClintock north of University in Tempe. I want to remind you till 4 o'clock today, 1025 West Warner in Tempe, one mile east of I-10 on Warner Road. We're giving away mule tape for free. I'll be out there from 12 to about 1.30. And um, I've got enough to fill a couple of beds of trucks. So if you want a whole lot of this mule tape, come on down here and I'll pick it up with the forklift and together we'll put it in the back of your truck. But mule tape is three-quarter inch wide, flat nylon, rope connections. And uh, electricians and APS and Salt River, they use this flat nylon rope and they tie it to big cables and they pull the cables through underground conduit. So it's very, very strong, but they can't use it twice. So they have to throw away what they don't use. And it is a great rope to tie stuff down in the back of your truck. It's a great rope to braid lead ropes for your horses, for tow ropes for your quads. I mean, you can make all kinds of stuff out of this. And I'm giving it away for free because I got it from APS. And they only charged me $10 for two tons of it. So I thought, I'm just going to give it away. So 1025 West Warner, 1025 West Warner, 85284. That's the zip code if you're going to Google me or if you're going to use MapQuest. 1025 West Warner, 85284, till 4 o'clock today. Randy, you're up next, buddy. What can I do for you? Hey, Mark. Uh, yeah, I've got a 2005 Dodge Neon SXT Autotran. Car has just a tickle over 100,000 miles on it, and I must admit, under my breath, I'll say it's been abused because I've not been able to address problems as I would like. Okay. Uh, Anyhow, the question centers on air conditioning for the car. Okay. It, no air works now, and of course, as we amp up, I want to see if I can remedy that. Uh, we've had it recharged once professionally. I've done it with a, you know, pumping it up again a little bit over a year ago, uh, but there's no cooling now, and um, I'm just not really mechanically inclined, but you know, I will, like I said, I'll recharge it again myself if I can. However, I worry about such things as lubrication, water condensation in the system, um, wondering if it needs to be evacuated. Yeah, uh, I was told that I, I should probably get Freon with dye to test for leak location since it's obviously without the Freon right now. Well, let me ask you a question. If It can't hold more than 30 ounces. Okay. Now keep in mind, the cans are not 16 ounce cans. They're not one pound cans. Everybody thinks they are, but if you look at them, they're 12 and 14 and 10. So it probably holds 30 ounces of coolant um, or 30 ounces of Freon or less. What's important is, is if we put 30 in now, do you think it'll last all summer long? Boy, you got me. Okay. Because that's really the question. Do you feed the leak or do you fix the leak? I agree that you should put some dye in it. I, but I don't know how long it's lasted. I have customers who feed their leak. So they say, Mark, it's cheaper. You know, the front of the compressor is leaking. And so the compressor and to evacuate and recharge it, the refrigerant, all the labor and all the parts necessary to put it together is $850. Ooh. And you're only charging me, you know, 30 ounces at three. You're only charging me $150 every year to keep me in cold air. 
Gotcha. So I'm feeding the leak as opposed to fixing the leak. The right. question is, is how big the leak is and where is it at and what's it going to cost? There are times we can fix leaks for $250. That's not very often. They're, they're more likely five to hundred to a thousand dollars because it's a manifold set, it's a hose set, it's a bad connection at the condenser, it's a bad connection at the evaporator, and those are not things that you can just fix. Typically, there's something wrong with one or the other side of the connection, and you've got to replace that side. Gotcha. So, and, and, and you're right. When we evacuate it, we are going to pull a vacuum on it, and at certain vacuum at atmospheric pressure, we boil the water inside and suck it out as a vapor and put it into the atmosphere as a liquid. So you're right. And Freon, and the oil, and water equals an acid that eats up the inside of your system. However, then the question would be, Mark, how many times in your life, of working on cars since 1968, how many times have you seen a system damaged by the acid caused by the mixture of water, Freon, and the oil? And the answer is, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Oh. <laughs> so water is not a good idea inside your air conditioning system. However, I've not seen the byproducts of that, and we don't have a way to measure that anyway. We don't, gotcha. have a, we don't have a dipstick to see how much water you have in your air conditioning system. But evacuate and recharge does two things. Number one, we're going to pull a tremendous vacuum, about 26, 27, 28 inches of vacuum on your system and suck all the crap out of it. But we're also going to change the pressure inside and turn the water to a vapor so we can get it out because we can't suck liquid water out, but we can suck water vapor out. So it's a two-part thing. So what, do you have a repair shop that you lean on? Um, no. Okay. Well, then put some dye and refrigerant in it. Try to get as close as you can to the exact amount. Then in 15 to 20 days after you put the dye in it, put those funky glasses on. Get out your yellow flashlight or your blue flashlight or your, your turquoise flashlight and see if you can find the leak. There's, you have less than a 50-50 chance of finding and seeing the leak because most of the areas that leak are not available to you. <laughs> wow. And they're going to be places we know where to look, and it's going to involve a mirror and a hoist, and it's going to involve taking the glove box apart and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. So that's kind of what it boils down to. But in your particular case, your worst case scenario, and I don't, worst case scenario on that neon is probably 1200 bucks. That's a compressor and a manifold set. Gotcha. So, I mean, and I'm guessing there, but, you know, that's probably the worst case scenario would be that. Um, right. It could get worse, but the worst average scenario, I'm going to say, would be about 1200 bucks. okay? Good enough. Hey, thanks so much for your help. Uh, you're welcome, Randy. Thank you yep. very much. Ken, Have you're up day. next. Dan, to you too. Thank you. Ken, you're up next. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Uh, thanks for your program. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. We have a 30-foot uh, fifth wheel where we've decided to uh, leave it permanently on our lot up in Sholo. Okay. Uh, the unit is setting on the four jacks that come with the unit on each of the corners. And and uh, the question that I've got is, uh, should I uh, add jacks onto it or put a, one of those frame front frame jacks on or just leave it the way it is? How sturdy is it? Can you walk around? Does oh, it yeah. feel good? Oh, we, we have no sensing that it's okay. sitting on jacks. All right. I, 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 can I can imagine that a lot of people would want you to change this, but if it's sturdy, 
and if it feels like a home and it doesn't feel like it's on a suspension and it doesn't feel like it's sitting on springs and it doesn't feel like it's sitting on tires, then what else could you ask for? Well, I'm sorry. It is setting on tires. Besides the four jacks, okay. it's on the four tires. Okay. And that's the part I was a little concerned about. The okay. tires are sitting on plywood uh, and got cover protectors on okay. the tires themselves. But see, when you raise the jacks, to take the give away from the suspension, you're, what you're doing is we call it unloading the suspension. So right now, you have supported the frame with the jacks, and the tires are kind of dangling. Yeah. If that's the case, and I'm, I'm quite sure you described it appropriately, then cover the tires, air them up to the maximum inflation, and I love the idea that you've got plywood below them. You're done. Okay. You're done. That's Fantastic. it. Now, did you put a little bit of slope on it? Just a little bit of slope somewhere to get the snow to run off the top of it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Okay. All right. No, you know, you're, you're, you're in tall cotton between now and when it starts snowing. When's that, October? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a wonderful thing to do. There's lots of my customers that do that. Ah, and, uh, and, you know, you've, you've, you've insulated your water line going in. Yep. And uh, you've probably insulated your sewer line going out. Well, we went, we winterize it. Take okay. batteries out and a bunch of okay. things, steps to winterize it. All right. You don't have to take the batteries out. Just disconnect them. Well, and, it seems like it's so cold up there. That well, I know, but there's the water inside the batteries isn't going to freeze because it has acid in it. So it changes the the water. It's it's at 32 degrees below or 32 degrees zero. Your battery water doesn't freeze. Wow, I that's mean, a good water. Idea then, because that's a lot of work getting those batteries out of there. No, you, you know, it, and and let me ask you a question. Where do you put them? I put them in a storage shed next to the uh, freezer. It has a little bit of heat coming out as a result of running it. Okay. Compressor on it. All right. Um, you know, if if you take them out and you put them back in, and there is absolutely no change, there's no corrosion, there's there's no rats chewing on the wires, there's none of that kind of stuff. Then I, you could leave them right where they're at. If you if you wanted to insulate them, just throw a blanket over the top of them and then put the cover back on. Yeah. Then yeah. throw the blanket away at the at the end of the uh, winter time. But um, I I I'm up in Payson, and this lasts winter. I saw many mornings when the dog woke me up at 4 o'clock so that they could go use the bathroom because we all go out in the backyard and use the bathroom. You know what I mean? Um, And uh, I saw lots of mornings. It was a minus 10, minus, I think the highest I saw or the lowest I saw was a minus 17. But I didn't pull the batteries out on any of my tractors or any of my backhoes or any of my high lifts or my bobcats and none of that that farm equipment i didn't pull batteries out and then i didn't pay a price so i don't think you need to if you don't need to just throw a blanket over them and you'll be fine good idea thank you very much you're welcome 602-508-0960 i'm pretty good with rv stuff because since 1978 i've been traveling in an rv i had a 78 winnebago brave 28 foot then i went to a 30 foot bounder then a 32 foot bounder and then to an American Eagle with an A3 Cummins and uh, the uh, Allison transmission, and then a newer model Eagle, and then now we're back to a 32-foot bounder. <laughs> and so generators and uh, RV stuff, though I I know that stuff pretty well. I I uh, 
we work on RVs a lot and we do service on RVs and the only thing that we don't do is we don't service the roof air conditioning units we typically will refer you to someone who does diagnosing no startups and stuff like that we can still handle and we can set the Hertz on your generator that kind of stuff but typically um, those are just replaced anyway and we'd rather have someone else tell you that you need a whole unit and that they can't fix the one that you have so that's why we don't do that we'll be back right after this Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Megyn Kelly, and Real Clear Politics. And all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork. And all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com A Silicon Valley CEO is fired for opposing same-sex marriage. A teenage girl is attacked on campus for protesting abortion. And a college club loses formal recognition for being Christian. This is the country we live in today, in America where people are punished for expressing themselves and then bullied into silence. If you don't agree with a certain liberal agenda, you're targeted for silencing. This is Eric Metaxas, and my good friend Kirsten Powers chronicles this frightening new trend in her brand new book titled The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech. With fearless candor, Kirsten gives us example after example of men and women who've been punished for expressing opinions that have been suddenly deemed unacceptable. The silencing is a much-needed wake-up call for everyone who cherishes liberty. Who will be the next victim of the silencing? Kirsten Powers' book, The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech, from Regnery Publishing, is now available at Amazon.com, Costco, and bookstores everywhere. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Khaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door to door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made. 
to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 23 minutes after the hour of 11. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here till noon, but the giveaway for the mule tape goes on till 4 o'clock. I'll be out there between noon and 1.30 talking cars. If you want to stop by Warner Road, 1025 West Warner in Tempe, it's one mile east of the IKEA store at Warner and I-10. One mile east. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto Repair. They've been a trusted name for auto repair in the Phoenix area since 1967. Larry Harker Auto is for fast, affordable service, auto electrical, brake system, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, but where they really shine is in the diagnostic arena. They can find out why your your vehicle failed emissions, and they have the equipment necessary to repair it, and then they'll take it down and have it retested. They handle all areas of auto repairs on both foreign and domestic cars, and they do some diesel work. Contact them today if your car is not running its best. They're located at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and I'm very proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Carol, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi. Um, I'm a great-grandma, and I'm raising a 5-year-old and an 18-month-old, and I've had kids forever. And every single year, I have the same problem in the summer. Okay. Everybody gets horrible sinus infections. And quite a few years ago, I had take, you know, torn it out of the paper and put it in my husband's drawer that you described exactly what I've always thought the problem was. And... According to how I remember it, it's the air conditioner, and you said it or somebody on this article with this Mark's picture said that the lowest point in the air conditioner system gets full of moisture and starts growing mold. Yep. You're and right. that's exactly why people get these horrible sinus infections a little later in the summer. Well, my husband's a big mechanic. We have 50 trucks, and and I've been begging him to find out about this, and I always forget to call, so I'm calling today. Is I have that, a real easy answer for you. Okay, is that true, and what can we do? It's true. In your air conditioning controls, there's two settings. One says normal and one says recirculatory, right? says regular, okay. Never use recirculatory. Really? Yeah. Re- when we recirculate the air inside your car, we are going to create lots of moisture, and the moisture is going to pool by the glove box, and it's going to contaminate the foam. Now, this doesn't happen to everybody. There are people that are susceptible to this. There's lots of people who this is all brand new stuff to them right now. Here's the deal. We're taking air from inside the car. We're cooling it and putting it right back inside the car. So we're circulating the air. 
I want you to use normal because normal takes outside air, outside air that's hot and dry. And it re brings it into the car and cools it and then blows it at you. So we're not going through that big case that's full of water. We're not creating the water. We're not doing all of that. It, do you remember, uh, certainly you remember, of the days when we had swamp coolers? Sure. Well, you had a swamp cooler. You didn't have all the windows closed in no. your swamp cooler. You had to open a window, right? right. Yeah. I want you to use swamp cooler mode. All right. All right. I want you to go to normal, and I want you to crack a window. I don't care if it's the passenger side window down about an inch or two or one of the back windows. I don't care. Just crack a window. Run your fan on f high all the time, all the time. And if you get too doggone cold, roll a window down and mix some warm air with the cold air. But run your fan on high all the time, and don't use recirculatory. Use normal. That's all you have to do. Okay, now I remember the article said that you could draw drill a hole in the lowest part of the air conditioner to let that water drain out. Okay. Is that still it's work? There in in virtually every car made since in the last twenty years, there is a drain at the bottom of the evaporator case. A drain at the bottom of the evaporator case. Here's what happens. It gets filled up with yuck. Yeah. So then what you do is you just take a coat hanger and clean it out. A coat hanger? Yeah. But you have to have the guy doing your oil change does it because he'll be able to see it from underneath the car and he'll be able to clean it out. Okay. Now, a lot of us have a, a shop vac with a long piece of, you know, water pipe on it. Yeah. And we just, from underneath the car, we just stick that piece of half-inch PVC pipe on the drain, turn on the shop vac... Suck all the trash out of it, and we're done. When your car is in recirculatory mode, when you park it, it pools a lot of water on the ground. You'll come back, and you'll see cold water on the ground on the passenger right. side. That means the drain is open, but that means you're sweating water, and you should be in the other area. I'm talking specifically to you, Grandma. I'm not talking to everybody. Okay. I'm talking to those of you that are susceptible to sinus infections. Right. That's what I'm talking about. The rest of you people, continue to use recirculatory. Roll up your windows good and tight. Let it recirculate inside the car. Watch for the water on the outside. You're home free. But when it com comes to Carol, Carol, I want you to do the normal. Crack a window. You'll be fine. Hmm. Well, okay. So I don't need to come in and have you drill something, huh? Nope, you don't. What, <laughs> what kind of car are you talking about? It's a 08 Infinity. No, it's got a drain. It's got a drain? Yep, it's got a uh -huh. drain. All right. How about spraying Lysol in the vents? Well, if you're going to if you're going to spray Lysol in the vents, when you're in normal, you have to spray the area by the windshield wipers because that's where the air's coming in. <laughs> so it sucks in near the, the windshield grill. wipers the on grill. the inside or on oh. the inside, the grill there by the windshield wipers. There's a grill across the front of your windshield. It's going to suck there and it's going to shuck from the passenger side. You can go into recirculatory, and now the suck vent is moved to the bottom of the passenger's feet. Oh my so recirculate. Why don't you just call me at work and I'll walk you through this. Just have a piece of paper and pencil handy, okay? Because i got to take a break. Jeremy's yelling at me. You stay there. We're going to put you on hold. We'll be right back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. 
One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, my guest will be Professor Andrew Bostom to discuss his latest book, Iran's Final Solution for Israel, The Legacy of Jihad and Shiite Islamic Jew Hatred in Iran, and we will also discuss the important lessons that must be learned from Garland, Texas. Do not miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Check into checking the cash. Need a little extra cash right away? Who doesn't? Turn your car into cash at check into cash. Get a title secured loan today for up to $25,000. At check into cash, we make it quick, easy, and confidential. Turn your car into cash today at check into cash. Visit checkintocash.com for the store near you. Title secured loan amount based on value of vehicle and ability to repay. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Accountability, transparency, and principles live here. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. And online at 960thepatriot.com. The Patriot. All about that. 
Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I want to tell you about Kurtz Auto Repair. That guy there at Kurtz Auto Repair, he is one good businessman. He is the winner of his category in the 2015 Better Business Bureau Ethics Awards. He opened his doors in 1987. Kurt, his wife, and half of his staff is related to him. They've been working on domestic and import cars, gas, diesel. They do lawnmowers, lawn blowers. You tell him I said that. He has ASE certified technicians. That means your vehicle is going to be repaired by well-trained and certified professionals. And Kurt, to make certain that your cus- the customer is involved in all aspects of the repair process, so they're really good at telling you what's going on. Kurtz is located at I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, I-17 and Bell. And if you're a new customer, within a couple of days, Kurt's wife will bring you some homemade bakery goods to say thank you for doing business with them. It's still an old-fashioned gas station, the same kind of temperament that we had in the 60s and the 70s when we were in the gas station business. That's what Kurtz is all about. All righty, we're going to go to the phones. Harry, you're up next. Harry, how can I help you? Yeah, Mark. Uh, hey, I was just talking to Jeremy, and we kind of decided he needs a raise. Um, you know what? I'm going to give him a raise. It's, <laughs> call, it's called an M80 underneath his seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> hey, you were talking about the Consumer Report, and you only uh, you said you only believed one-third of it. What, uh, what is the one-third, and what, uh, what is your okay. reason for it? They do good testing, but when it gets to asking their their listeners and their viewers and their readers questions, it is my opinion that the people that are most likely to, to speak up are the people that are unhappy. And the people, they, they say cars are really, really good cars when I and everybody that works on them knows is, knows that they are the biggest rolling pieces of animal manure you've ever seen. And they're, they have all kinds of inherent problems. They're very undependable. The air conditioning's are terrible. Um, you can't keep an alignment on them. You got Ford pickup trucks with front ends that, are, that the tie rods are going bad in 25,000 miles, yet they give them an A in suspension and steering. Come on! And then the 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 in nineteen oh you got me wound up good Harry, and in the early two thousand when they came out with the Power Stroke, um, the new Ford Power Stroke, it was the greatest thing since sliced cheese, and it's turned out it's been the biggest trashy motor ever that Mark Salem makes thousands of dollars a well, year. Well, that ought to make you happy. But it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. And 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 I just when they do testing of the amp draw of this electric cooling fan and this fan in your house and how much air it moves and how much electricity it uses, that's valid data. But when they start extrapolating about you know cars and repairs and which one's good and which one's bad, the person that that's best should answer that question is the person you're going to charge with the responsibility of working on that car. So if you're going to go buy some Kaiser Jeep, you better dang well find out if your shop knows how to work on a Kaiser Jeep before you buy one. And you better find out if he likes Kaiser Jeeps before you buy one, and you should find out if the parts are available, and you should be able to find out if if it has inherent problems that you should be aware of. So, Okay, I, I, uh, I was looking at, I, I, I bought a uh, a mid-size SUV, and I kind of looked through their deals a little bit late. I didn't really scrutinize it too much, and I bought a Honda Pilot, four-wheel drive Honda Pilot, uh-huh. 
and of course they're making they're making a big change next year. But all their their things that they knocked the Honda Pilot on, boy, I can really see in mine. You know, it's pretty pretty pronounced. And also the big thing, which really concerned me, was this uh, IIHS uh, uh, safety rating. Yeah, safety rating, and boy, they they don't uh, you know they don't uh, choose to. Uh, uh, tell you that the vehicle is uh, acceptable, and I got online and looked at the the crash test of it, and at a 40 mile an hour offset deal, boy, the driver's going to sustain some pretty heavy damage on his left leg. Yeah, and it really compresses. So I, okay, but let me give you the other side. The Honda Pilot's one of the best SUVs out there. It's dependable. Um, they'll go 100,000 miles well, with no, no sweat, no sweat at all. Unless you overheat a Honda. If you overheat a Honda, they're going to bite you and bite you hard. If you think you're going to let that needle sit in the red and you're going to drive two more miles home, that that, that would have been a $100 tow. Now it's going to be a $4,000 engine. That's all there is to it. The offset test. You're a fireman, right? Right. Well, retired. Okay. How many how many front-end collisions had to have to do with an offset? Well. What's your risk there? Yeah. You know, uh, it like you, uh, I spend a lot of my time around wrecked cars. And usually the, the wrecked cars don't hit the side of a blocked building center of the hood to the driver's head. Well, how about our, uh, somebody crossing over and catching you, you, you know, kind of head on? And, you, uh, you're right. You, 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 I got you there. But most of the time we have headlight-to-headlight -head damage. We have a full frontal collision. It absorbs it. And and then the question I have is is on this offset, what percentage of the front end are we offsetting? Fifty percent, thirty percent, or twenty percent? Because you'll agree with me that if we're only taking from the driver's side and we're only coming over thirty, thirty-five percent, we're really taking the, the the this full hit in an area that's really not designed in any car to take that full hit. We need the half the front of the car to take the full hit. Well, there's some cars like the Toyota passes and a lot of the GM. Or you know, pass that particular test with uh, no, you know, no, I, I even I've got a Trailblazer and even looked that up and it passed it. I I, so, I agree, I, I agree, I agree, I I agree with everything you say. The the problem is is the offset test. I, I don't remember the last crash I had where the offset test was applicable. I know that there's a risk in certain cars, but for me, I'm not going to let that dictate what I'm going to buy. But the Honda Pilot, from the sport utility point of view, the Honda Pilot is an A-plus vehicle, and it's up there with maybe one or two others, and I can't name them right now. But but the Honda Pilot has been and continues to be. I mean, that's what everybody shoots at. That's what everybody compares to. So I'm 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 a little. But I got my say. <laughs> you, you like the Honda Pilot? Well, I like yeah, I do. I do. I like Hondas. The only thing I don't like about Hondas is they're they're fragile when it comes to engine overheats, and, and people in Phoenix have a bad habit of the, the needle gets into the red, and they think that the next two miles to home is going to be okay. And well, do, do you think they they build a cooling system that's uh, that's uh, set up for you no. know our climate here? No, it's a small, high-performance aluminum engine that needs a good cooling system. Yeah. And when you take the cooling system away, well, Ford's no different, Chevrolet's no different, Chrysler's no different. You take a little four-cylinder, a little V6 aluminum, take the cooling system away, and it's going to melt down. So, so the cooling system they have, if it's intact, no, no leaks, uh, usually holds up pretty well in right. this climate. But 99% of the Honda engines we replace are are self-induced by the driver. Oh, okay. The damage is done by the driver. It's not because it has a Honda flag on it. It's because the driver was 
was not paying attention. <laughs> well, how, how about the four-wheel drive? Now, this one has a little bit different. It's not all-wheel drive. It's a deal you shift down to, I think, second or third. Okay, you hang on to that thought because i okay. got to take a break because Jeremy's wanting his raise and he wants me to take a break. But we're going to talk about all-wheel drive versus uh, Pick'em four-wheel drive. We'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. President Obama set the template on ISIS just a little over a year ago and has been embarrassed by them and himself ever since when he called them a junior varsity team. And then the beheadings began. ISIS threatens American military posts because they think they can. Because they think they can. You don't threaten that which you don't think you can threaten. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. On my radio show, I've repeatedly made the controversial point that it's a terrible mistake to push all students who graduate from high school to go on to college. A 2014 report showed that at public universities, an appalling 81% of full-time students fail to graduate on time. And among the 580 major public universities, less than 10% graduated more than half their students in four years. At two-year community colleges, the situation is even worse. 85% fail to get degrees or certificates on time, and many never earn them. What this means is that students who don't belong in college accumulate huge debts with no career benefit. Paying for a few semesters of a university while earning no degree won't help in the job market. This record could even hurt, indicating problems at finishing what you've started. Too many Americans are pressured into college today. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing... 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. 
United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about Action Auto Repair. What's special about Action Auto Repair? Well, his name is Tom, and he's the owner. And he's a good technician, and he's been around since 1983. They, Tom and his staff, they're well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, fast turnaround time. They have ASE master technicians, and they know the process, symptoms, diagnosis, repair, and verification. Tom knows that. They want to help you as car owners understand what they're doing and what you need to be doing so that you can make informed decisions. Action Auto is located on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley Road, owned and operated by Tom, and he's a good guy. Okay, on your, um, Harry, on your uh, your pilot, um, when you get to select four-wheel drive, then you're in two-wheel drive until you're in four-wheel drive. But with all-wheel drive, then you have power going to two of the four wheels, one front and one back. The problem with all-wheel drive is is that when you kiss a curb and cut a tire, or if you have a a tire failure, you have to buy four new tires because the all-wheel drive transfer case can't have one tire spinning faster than the other. Well, I I had a Dodge back in the... 90s, 91 all-wheel drive Dodge, and boy, the, you know, the manufacturer never said anything about that. That's because we didn't know. Oh, okay. That's because we, Harry, I, never had I was, with it, I was it, yeah. three years old in 1990. Oh, no, you No, no, you got yeah. gray hair coming out of your shirt, <laughs> your, your nose, no. and everywhere, you know. It's it it. We didn't know that till now. And my wife's Tahoe, two thousand five, two thousand seven. I don't remember what it is. Her Tahoe. We've twice. I've had to put a full set of tires on it because she couldn't keep away from the curbs at Nordstrom's. So either that or she says the guy that parks her car. But one way or the other, it's a better idea. Most people in Phoenix don't need all-wheel drive, and it's 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 three to four thousand dollars more when you buy the car, and it. It easily doubles your maintenance costs because we're adding a front differential and a transfer case and front wheel bearings and hubs and axles that we wouldn't otherwise have moving. So um, I, I like I don't like all wheel drive. Those are I call those I affectionately call those urban assault vehicles. But in reality, very few people need them. If I lived in the Everglades, I'd probably have an all wheel drive. And if I lived in the snow country, um, I'd have an all wheel drive. But until I do, I I want to be able to go two wheel, four wheel, or four wheel lock. Those are my picks. So you worked on the four wheel drives and haven't really had much problems with. It. No, no, and and I've owned. Um, I've owned lots of four-wheel drives, and I've never had a transfer case failure, and I've never, I mean, and, and I I take pretty good care of my vehicles. I don't go crazy, but I, I follow the manufacturer's recommendations. Well, this Honda, where you got to shift into a, uh, you know, I think second or third before you engage it, uh, you know, I've never seen that. I've got a trailblazer, you don't have to do that. Well, and, and the reason why is, is we have real sophisticated gears that have to mesh, so we can't sit still and expect 
three sets of gears to mesh perfectly, we need you to move a little bit. So we can't have you go too fast and we can't have you go too slow, but it's always better in your four-wheel drive to be rolling at one miles an hour on level ground and going from high to low or low to high because it's just easier for the gears to find the teeth of the other gear. Sitting still, sometimes you have to rock it forward and backward. It's just easier. And, and then as the gears get worn, they get easier, and then you don't have to roll them. But new, it, that's not uncommon. Thank you, Harry. Okay, Thank you very much. All righty. All right. Bye-bye. And, Randy, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Good morning. I'm glad to hear you like Hondas. I have a 2004 Honda CRV. Okay. And the uh, check engine light comes on, oh, once a month, every couple months. It's been doing this for like three years. Okay. I tested it, and it says that the uh, primary... Uh, uh, oxygen sensor is bad, but the light keeps going off and on. Okay. Am I looking at something wild or? Well, no. It 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 didn't say that the oxygen sensor is bad. It says that I'm getting readings from the oxygen sensor that I don't like. Aha. Uh -huh. And that's there's uh, the the code says I have a problem in Missouri. Mark, you got to find the city, the street, the zip code, and the number on the house. Uh-huh. So in your case, I'll give you an example. We had a Honda a long time ago that came in with an intermittent check engine light, and he had a fuel pressure regulator, and it's a rubber diaphragm, and it controls the fuel pressure, and it maintains fuel pressure for the engine. Well, it clearly had a leak in it, and the leak would sometimes be there and sometimes not. Well, when the leak was there, the oxygen sensor saw a rich signal for a very long period of time, and the computer's looking, and it says to the oxygen sensor, what are you saying? You see Rich right now? And the oxygen sensor says, damn right I see Rich right now. And so the computer grabs a hold of the gas valve and it starts closing the gas valve. And pretty soon it closes the gas valve almost where you don't even have enough gas to run down the road. And it says, hey, O2 sensor, what do you think about that? And the O2 sensor says, you're still running rich and fat. And now the computer doesn't know what the heck to do. I just shut the valve off and you're telling me I'm still running fat. Well, when an oxygen sensor dies, it doesn't die screaming rich, it dies screaming lean because it's a battery. And the high voltage says rich and the low voltage says lean. So when a battery dies, the voltage falls to zero. So the computer's going, how can he be saying that I'm running fat when I'm running rich when I've got the, not, the, the, the gas valve shut off? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that it's got an alternate source of fuel. So it's getting fuel, it's sucking gasoline out of this bad fuel pressure regulator. So the computer doesn't understand that right now there's two sources of fuel to this engine, and the fuel pressure regulator is one source, and then the injectors are the other source. So that's how it all works. So that's what the diagnostic process is all about, is go find out. Now in your case, this is what would happen. The technician would take your car, and they would create a lean condition, and they would make sure that the, the primary O2 sensor, number one, number two, number three, number four, they're normally numbered in my world. The, the number two oxygen sensor is going to say lean, and then I'm going to create a rich condition, and it better see rich. I want to know if the oxygen sensor can see both sides of the range. If the oxygen sensor cannot see low or cannot see high, then it's defective. It also could be that somebody has put the wrong oxygen sensor in there from the last time, or the oxygen sensor has come disconnected, or maybe Randy's wife was out in the boondocks and she <laughs> ran over a brush that yanked the harness off the wire off the O2 sensor. 
So there's all those kinds of things that go on. But in your case, you have to fix it before you go to emissions, and you better do it a month before you go to emissions because the computer has to see the problem solved and clear its historical memory or you'll not get through emissions. I've passed emissions three times. Okay, then you can wait until it gets to where we call a hard failure. Uh-huh. Or or accident somebody will accidentally fix it someday. Yeah. Yeah, well I did clear it, but I made the mistake of going after I cleared it and there was no information for the computer. No, it's called you didn't reset the monitors. So yeah. when the monitors are empty, it, they know you just pulled the cable and they think you pulled it off because you didn't you wanted to try to pass but in reality it takes about a, anywhere from 5 days to 2 2 weeks, 14 days to reset all the monitors. That's what I found out the yeah. first time I did it. But anyway, yeah. your diagnostic on that is going to run you somewhere between 75 and 125 plus the repair. So that's what you that's what you should plan on. Okay? okay. Thank you much, thank, Mark. Thank you, Randy. And Jim, you're up next. Jim, how can I help you? Jim? Oh, uh, uh, Rob, you're next. Rob, yep. I'll, I'll talk to you. Go. Hello. Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Rob. I've got an 07 Camry, and my emission or um, uh, engine light comes on periodically and goes off. But when it comes on, uh, and then sometimes it doesn't come on at all, and what happens is the crack shuts off, the radio shuts off, and then the, the uh, mirror, I can't use it. And so I took it into a shop, and they didn't charge me anything. They checked it. It says they couldn't find anything. And when it comes up on the computer, it says that there's a speed sensor. So there's five of them, one in the transmission, one on each wheel strut, I think. Okay, yeah, but the speed sensor is quite different than a wheel sensor. Um, they all have different codes. Yeah, but anyway, I think it was a 509. I'm not sure. I remember what the code was. Anyway, okay. anyway and then uh, also another one came up. Uh, it said low voltage. And he says the only thing he could figure out that was tripping it he says your battery isn't quite up there, so I took one out, got a new battery, put it in there, and it still happens. Well, I I wouldn't have bet the battery because the the battery doesn't match your symptoms, but I I would have thought that the ignition switch could be it. You see, the problem is is when you start missing the radio and the blower motor and all the accessories, we've lost power. Not, to not the... all the accessories. The blower works. Okay, when when you lose accessories, we've lost power to that circuit. We've lost either power or a ground. The computer monitors all the accessories. So there's your low voltage reading. It has nothing to do with your speed sensor. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Speed sensor is completely different. Speed sensor, wheel sensor is completely different. So this low voltage issue, the question that you have to answer is, is what's working and what isn't because the technician can't really identify where the circuit problem is until he knows what circuit's working and what isn't. Well, that, that I've got it nailed down. It, it's the radio shuts off and the clock shuts off up on the dash, and also when I go to adjust the mirror, it won't work. Okay, so at least those circuits are going to be dead. So the question is, is you open up a wiring diagram, and you find out what do they share. Oh, they share this ground right here. Oh, this ground screws in with a metal screw behind the glove box. Let me check that. Oh, look here, the screw's loose. Let me tighten up that screw. That's what happens. Now, you have a shop over in Sun City, right? No, sir. Uh, I'm down in Tempe. I'm no. 43 miles from Sun oh, you City. You don't have automatic auto dynamics? No. Um, if you want it, do you have a shop in, that you like to go to? I don't have any. That's okay. why I'm... Well, I'd, I, I would suggest that you go to Thunderbird Auto in Surprise. Okay, Thunderbird um, Auto. In Surprise, or there's Thunderbird Auto in Peoria, or Automotive Dynamics I'm on... A... Uh, on Grand Avenue, any one of those yeah, three. Yeah, Automotive Dynamics, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and just talk to the uh, Nide kid. He's a good kid. 
His, his daddy's a good guy, too. All right, thank you very much. Anybody else? We've got mule tape for free. We've got a truckload of mule tape. I've got a lot. It's three-quarters of an inch wide. Um, it's 2,200 uh, pounds per uh, of, of, you know, of carrying capability. 1025 West Warner, one mile east of I-10 on Warner Road, south side of the street. There's a self-serve car wash. My horse trader's there, and I'll fill up your truck. Until next Saturday, please don't drink and drive and wear your seatbelt because that's the best protection you can have in an accident. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.